The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favourite NRL Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. Obviously, uh, we missed last week due to the rep round, which was a great week of footy. Um, as some of our headaches from NRL Fantasy ease a little bit throughout that week. But we're back now, back at it. Nick, how are you, mate? I'm good, Cal. How are you? I'm going good. Uh, as, as you can probably tell from my voice, uh, our normal host and one of the blokes, Riley, he's not here with us tonight. He's busy with some work commitments. Uh, however, he'll be thereabouts, as always, on our socials. So hopefully he'll be back next week and we can hear from the legend then. Um, how did you, how did you uh, enjoy uh, the rep round, mate? Did you have a little bit of like ease? Was it a little bit um, less stressful, I suppose you could say? Definitely. I didn't really watch much uh, of the footy. Um, I watched Thursday night under 19s and then Sunday, obviously the main game. That's it. Yeah. So, so it, it was good. Wasn't a good week for Queensland. No, four games, four losses. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Can't How about yourself? Did you watch all of them? Uh, I tried to, mate. I didn't quite watch all the games on Saturday, um, but I watched bits and bits and pieces of uh, most of the games. So they were quite entertaining. It was good to see, um, obviously, the international tests get back up and going from COVID, and that'll be leading into all the tests happening later in the year. But yeah, it was nice to have a week away from fantasy, even though it was only probably like a couple of days in the end that I didn't think about it. But anyway, uh, let's just give the, our listeners, mate, a quick update on how our teams are going. Obviously, like I said last week, we've missed out, so it was round 15. Um, I reckon we'll just talk about the trades that you made uh, for that week, mate. Any big trades? Yeah, well, I'll have to try and remember. <laughs> <laughs> it seems uh, like it was an eternity ago. Yeah, I I think I only made one, and that was bringing Jason Tamalolo in. Ah, uh, yes. And who did I trade out for him would be the other question you're going to ask me. <laughs> Jackson Hastings. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it didn't really... Well, obviously, Jackson Hastings scored poorly, so I had to get rid of him, and that was good. But Jason only got 44 points, but um, I'm hoping he uh, gets a few more in the upcoming weeks here with uh, Ruben Cotter still out, probably. So... Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, around 15, I scored 939, which was okay. It was 8,478 on the site, that, that round score. So it wasn't, the, like, wasn't bad, but wasn't great either. Nat Butcher only got 12, obviously hurt. And Isaac Tago, 24, hurt a bit. Everyone else did pretty well. I didn't play Penasini. I played Savage over him and... Yeah, Penasini got 54, which is a bit of a shame. But anyway, Savage still got 40. Um, yeah, so ranked now 5,100. So it's all right. But still, yeah. still uh, dropping in the ranks, or I should say going. I think last week I actually held. I think it was, okay. was 4,900 and something last week. So I just drifted a bit. Nice. I look at my team. I got 976, round 15. I only made the one trade. 
And I decided with my trades that I had remaining, I had enough to remove Payne Haas from my team. I thought I could potentially pick him up later in the season um, just for someone who's probably peaked. So I decided to bring in Pat Carrigan, which, yeah, look, I was going back and forth, I suppose you could say, all week with it. Uh, but he ended up getting me a 54 and I was happy with his performance. Um, obviously with Payne uh, having a couple of injuries as well. Some more injuries, it makes it a little bit interesting to see how his minutes will go this week with Pat as well. Um, obviously, Adam Elliott, he did pretty well. Nathan Cleary, as always. Uh, I played Will Penasini, unlike Nick. Uh, Nico Hines as well, he scored okay. But yeah, the Nat Butcher really hurt. Ruben Cotter going down uh, before the game hurt as well. But I had Saliva Havili in my emergency, so he got me 52. So I was happy days there as a backup and my overall rank now is four two six. So I was in the five hundreds, I believe last week. So it's getting better. It's got to try and keep pushing. Trying to get to number one. Yeah. Won't be happening. I got no one for round 17. I've got Do like you know five how, far, how many points are you behind? Do you know? Um, let me have a quick look, see what it comes up with. Yeah. Round 17 is going to be a problem. I don't, I only have like four, four players. I think at the moment, maybe four or five. If Hines can play, um, yeah, it'd be good if he can play. That'd be amazing. I am about six twenty-five points away from number one. Six hundred twenty-five points. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Yeah, I need a lot of round seventeen players. I'm not. I'm not getting up there. Yeah, that's a long way away. And you're four hundred. So I'm five thousand one hundred. I know. <laughs> I just want to stay where I am. I reckon that'd be good. Anyway, I, do we want to move into the uh, the first game, mate? Yeah, we can if you uh, wish to. Very good. So Thursday night, 7.50, we have the Sea Eagles versus the Melbourne Storm. Looking at the changes for Manly, all the Origin players have been named to back up at this stage. Uh, a few readjustments, though, have been made in the forward pack uh, with Sean Kepi and Tafoa Fosipli named to start up front with Marty Tapao named on the bench and Josh Alloy uh, out due to a concussion protocol. Looking at the storm, uh, Grant Anderson retains his spot in the back line, but all eyes for sure will be on the reserves uh, with Ryan Pappenhausen included in Jersey 19. Just keep updated and pay attention to the late mail reports on NRL.com to see if he'll be named on Thursday night or not. Uh, Brandon Smith, he starts at lock. Chris Law starts on the edge. Uh, Felice Cafusi, unfortunately, is out due to personal reasons. Personal reasons. He got sin binned and he hasn't been seen since. No, no, it's not for that. Family reasons. <laughs> All right. Looking at the Seagulls, mate. Amole Olakowatu. I know Riley picked him up. I think it was last week, actually. He might have done that. What's your thoughts around him, mate? You're still thinking that people should... Uh, look at him as a gun for their team. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, he's only edge, but he seems to find, have found a bit of form recently, which is good. Um, I'm probably not looking at picking him up just because I've got quite a few um, middle edges and I think I'd probably like to get after IPAP and maybe Isaiah Yo after Origin, something like that. So um 
Yeah, but if you want to go someone a bit cheaper than those two, I mean, he's not a bad option at the moment with a low break-even. What's his break-even in the 20s? Still 30 or something? 36. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not a bad play. Um, I'm not going to go there, but I wouldn't talk anyone out of going and having a look at him if you're a bit short in the edges there. Um, he's probably a better option than like a David Fafita who's coming back, definitely. So, yeah, uh, around the same bit interesting there. Um, and Manly's run, I'm just having a look at it now, is not... It's pretty that, good. Yeah, it's not that hard. And they've got Storm this week, which, I mean, you could really... You could lay off if you want for a week, maybe. Yeah. And then, and then after the buy in 17, you can then pick him up then. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with Daily Cherry Evans. I was actually had him in my team as soon as I saw um, the team list coming out this afternoon. I thought... Yeah, look, DCE straight in, but you look who they're up against this week. Melbourne Storm, just he's probably not going to score the greatest, unfortunately. He'll probably still score 50. Um, but any any Manly player, including the next bloke who we'll discuss, Ruben Garrick, I think you can probably just wait a week. Um, Ruben Garrick, he's at 736K, break even at 37. We've mentioned it before. He's been scoring really, really well. I'm a little bit disappointed I didn't jump on. Uh, when Tommy got injured because he's had a 70, a 70 and 58 for his past three. Um, yeah, it's a little bit annoying, I suppose. If you've got him, congrats to you. He's really good. Definitely a hold and someone that you'll be wanting to have in your back three, I suppose, for the, the run home. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he's a pickup this week. Yeah, probably not. He's, But he did score 62 against the Storm and ran 12 at fullback. With no tries. Was that at fullback? Yeah, it would have been because Par- really? Parramatta was a week before 66 with two tries. I'm pretty sure he was fullback then, wasn't he? No, no, sorry. Parramatta was the game that Tommy got injured. Yes, yeah. But then, yeah, so Storm was a yeah the week after he was playing fullback. He got 62 with no tries. Not bad at all. And no goals. So, I mean, he's probably a, he's probably a gun wing fullback. So... Make your decision. Who do you want? Pappenhausen, him, Latrell? Yeah, it's interesting this week. There's definitely a lot to consider. Um, that bloke, Ryan Pappenhausen, mate. I mentioned that he's jersey 19 this week, named amongst the extended interchange. Do you think he'll be playing? And if so, are you telling the community to get on board, lock it in? No, I'm not telling the community to get on board this week, no. Look, he's coming back from like a hamstring and... Oh, no, just a hamstring, wasn't it? Oh, it was two. It was an under injury as well. He had a knee injury, I think, as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I think... I think Pappenhausen is better than Garrick if they're both fit. But... um. I wouldn't be picking up Pappenhausen this way because you've got to wait and see how he how he comes from this injury. Plus, he's named on the emergency anyway. I know it's the first game, so you'll know if he's going to play or not. Um, but I don't think they're going to rush him back. Like Storm is second place, so that they're not going to rush him back. They're just going to wait till he's fully fit. And he probably won't be as involved as you'd like him to be straight away anyway. So yeah. I'll just wait and see this week. I'm a little bit concerned with the Melbourne players. Like I was very high on getting Munster and also Pappenhausen into my side for my final team, but they've got Panthers in round 22. Round 23, that 
three, they've got the Broncos. 24, they've got the Roosters. And 25, they've got the Eels. And that's obviously finals time uh, for head-to-head leagues. It's not the greatest draw, really. And then you look at the likes of Garrick and they've got a very soft draw. And Manly will be pushing because they need to... Well, they're in the eight, aren't they? But yeah, they, need, I think they want to try and get up there. So Yeah, they'll, they'll be playing for probably... Well, I, I wouldn't say they're playing for more, but they'll probably be in a worse position. Obviously, they won't be resting. Melbourne. They won't be resting players. Garrick no. won't be resting. Whereas Storm will be likely to rest if needed. Yeah, if they've locked in that um, top two position or top yeah. four, then which, well, it's a guarantee at this stage, then yeah, they'll probably rest a couple. Um, Obviously, the people that we're looking at, Jerome Hughes, mate, round 17 player, 600K now. He's got a break in with 45 and he scored 64. Last week, a lot of people are considering picking him up just for round 17 and maybe as a backup half for the run home. Mm-hmm. Um, would you recommend buying him this week? I would say no. Um, he did play well for uh, New Zealand, though. I, I've heard. I, I saw some highlights. Yeah. I don't know how many fantasy points. Did they keep fantasy points in those games? I think they did. They do. Well, you Shout can look that to, up. Uh, David Nofaluma for the 100 that he scored. Did he score 100? Four tries, 100 points. Oh, my God. Um, I was looking at Hughes' stats, though, and he hasn't scored over 46 since round two. So I'm excluding round one and two here. He hasn't scored over 46 unless he's scored two tries in the game. Okay. So yeah, he scored he, two he tries. Scored... Sorry. Oh, so he scored two tries last week for 64, or yep. last game. He's, against the Warriors, he scored two tries for a 65. Against Raiders, he that scored two tries. Who got 100? No, that, that should be 100 if you scored yeah, two tries exactly. against the Warriors. And then a Raiders, two tries, 61. And apart from that, hasn't scored over 46, except for the first two rounds, as I said. So first round was Tigers, 71 points with one try. And second round was Rabbits, zero, zero tries for 50 points. So I don't really think he's worth having in your team at the end of the season anyway. So I don't think he'd j- jump on. Would you like to see Pappenhausen back with him? Because obviously they have that good connection and they uh, obviously score a lot of tries from each other, try assists and everything. Do you want to just wait and see how Paps goes, see if he's got that form? And then if they're both firing, they both could be pickups next week? Yeah, they could be. Uh, you'd probably, I'd, I'd wait this week and see how you go. Um, what's yeah. his break even? It's probably, it's not that bad. 45. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd just sit and wait. And he got 73. Uh, for New Zealand, 73, but he also scored that try. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's still, what he should be scoring good. when he scores a try, you know, or, or two. And he's scoring two tries and only getting 60. Yeah. So, it's so it's sort of concerning me. Yeah. Uh, the other bloke, uh, Cameron Munster, mate, there was reports that he had a shoulder injury after Origin. Are you a little bit uh, skeptical that he might not play? They've got Nicarima. And also Wishart and, well, Nick Ream is on the interchange on the bench and Wishart's on the extended. Um, they could obviously jump in and play for him if he's not going to. You're concerned if you're an owner? Yeah, I'd be concerned if I was an owner now with that shoulder injury. Um, that's hard to shake off. Yeah, haven't had any reports. I don't think of how it is. Uh, NRL physio said he, he might be able to play this week. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's not it's not long term, but you know you see with shoulder injuries like 
they do affect you. He's like tackle busting ability, probably. So, yeah. Prime example there is Payne Haas. Exactly. But obviously his is a little bit um, more of a serious injury. But yeah, yeah. If you're owning stuff. him, if you're owning him, you're hoping he plays this week. And if yeah. he doesn't play, I think you're probably hold unless there's more news about him out long term. Um, but I wouldn't obviously definitely not buy him now for a while. He could no, go down yeah, in price. Big. Yeah, he's got that break even at 74, so definitely do not buy him this week. No. Any other players, mate, that you want to talk about from that game? Well, we 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 should talk about Brandon Smith because, you know, <laughs> he's just so cheap now. So he's starting lock. Um, why is that? Josh King's at prop. Yeah. I'm not sure. What Where's they've... Jesse Bromwich? Is he the other prop? Yeah. So who usually yep. starts at the other prop position? Tui Kamakamika has been the past couple of weeks, I'm pretty sure. So they got Tui Nelson and Nelson well. both on the bench. Yeah. So whether they're wanting to... Just start with Brandon for his defense at lock, and then they think that Josh King's probably going to be a more safer option, just someone that doesn't really offer much impact at the beginning, just to get through that bit of um, tough battle, I suppose you could say, for the first 15 minutes, and then bring on uh, Tui and also Nelson because they're um, bigger blokes who can obviously run straight through the middle. Yeah, it's a bit odd. thinking. Yeah, uh, Josh King might... But I don't. Well, Josh King start prop and then go to lock. He might. Vernon Smith off probably. He might. I don't. I think Brandon Smith will keep those um, same minutes, probably around the thirty, maybe forty, if he's lucky. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think he's a buyer this week. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, and his break evens at thirty four, so I'd probably see him scoring roughly around that. It's interesting because he as around seventeen players. What he's going to be probably starting hooker, maybe or Wishart. We're not sure. He could I get think, bulk points in that round 17. Yeah, he probably will. And then a lot of people get on and it'll go to absolute crap again, unfortunately. Yeah. Interesting to consider next week, maybe. Have a look. Yes. Moving on to the Knights and Titans, mate. Yeah, it's a ripping game, this one. Yeah, so that's 6, 6 p.m. Friday. I can't wait for it. As Nick said, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> The game of the round. Uh, looking at the Knights, Tex Hoy, he moves to fullback. Kalen Pong is out. Uh, that's pretty much their only change in the starting 17. But uh, just keep in mind, Brad and Best and Daniel Saifidi, uh, they could be set to return and uh, there could be late inclusions on game day. So just keep a, an eye out for the late mail again. Looking at the Titans, Paul Turner remains in the halves with Brimson at fullback. Uh, the big change is Dave Fafida has been named on the bench. Very interesting. All right. Um, why don't we start with the Titans, mate, and we'll discuss mm. Tino Fasumala-Awi. Yep. He's actually been scoring well. I haven't really considered looking at him. I think he's in nine point something percent of teams, so a few people have him. 56, 81, 64 in the past three. And he's got a break even of 32, price at 7.33. Where was this last year, Tino? Yeah, I had him last year as well. He just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they're relying on him for a lot of minutes recently. And uh, he's produced that 81 with two tries was pretty cool against Rabbits. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, not sure. Not sure with Tino. Um, obviously, he's an Origin player as well, so I would be hesitant to buy him. And he's not round 17, obviously. Um, and yeah, Titans Titans aren't the best team either. So there's sort of three three crosses there for me, <laughs> which sort of lean me at, into not buying him. So yeah. yeah. I don't know what you think. That's what I think. Oh, sorry. Um, look, I probably wouldn't purchase him at the moment. I just can't do it just because of how he played last year. I know it's a different year and he's the captain, so he's out there playing more minutes, but more responsibility uh, with the team. The Titans do have a decent run home. Um, around 23, 24, 25. So if you're playing finals... Um, it's Dragons, Knights and Warriors. So he could score a couple of tries in there, but I'd like to see what his role is with Dave Fafita. I know they don't play the same position, um, but I want to see how the rotation goes. With him coming off the bench and just to see whether um, there's less that Tino has to do whilst he's out there, if David tries to take on a bit more of the the workload because he's been out for a while. And if he does you know, start this week or if he plays well off the bench, I'm sure he'll be wanting to push to play game three for origin. Um, but yeah, just, I, I, I'd be a little bit hesitant with Tino and also with David Feeder. I reckon he's one to watch at the moment named on the bench. As we said, uh, his price will plummet probably over the next couple or few weeks. Um, and if he can find form and score similar to last season, once he gets back onto the field and, gets rid of those couple of injuries that he's had, then he'll be a bargain buy if he can do that for the run home. Especially with those last three teams, he could score 100 every bloody week if he can get back to last year. That would be nice, wouldn't it? If uh, Titans have a chance making the eight, he could go large. 100%. Could uh, keep um, trade up my sleeve for then. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> David Clemmer, mate. We, yeah, we've talked about him before. Uh, 40. 40, yeah, not the best, That's was it? better, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was great. He's got a break even 71 now, so there's no chance I'm buying him. No. He is he's he is the best forward um, for Newcastle. Yeah. But I'd be avoiding. Yeah, and Daniel Saifi, you said, is uh, close to return. Yeah, he could be back in this week. So it might take minutes away there. Yeah, so I wouldn't buy David Klemmer. Um, some people might have jumped on him last week or the week before. Uh, obviously, you hold him for round 17. There's only 3.7% owner, so... He's a pod. He's a pod, he's a pod, but he's not a good pod, according to me, so... Fair enough. I don't know. Knight's I'm not going to argue against team. that. Yep. Knight's terrible team that's a cross. <laughs> Please get the spoon. The tick is... So, cross, bad team, cross, high break even, but tick plays around 17. And he has been scoring well before last week, so... There's one out of three ticks. Another bike that plays next week, mate, Mitch Barnett. He's at 589, break even at 36. What are we thinking? I was really Is considering. Someone, someone to go from like Nat Butcher or something who we'll yeah, discuss was, in the next game? Could, yeah, it could be. Um, I was really considering buying Mitch Barnett last week, but then sort of thought to myself, I should just wait and save a trade and see see what the go is, see what he does. And he scored 51 again, so... 
not bad. Um, but again, the Daniel Saifidi thing. Saifidi, yeah, there. And also uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, always named at the moment or the past two weeks while Barnett's been on the edge. Um, he's been named on the extended interchange and that worries me just because I think he can always just come straight back into the side, especially if they keep losing. They want to change things to try and get that winning formula again. Yeah, but Fitzgibbon's not very good. Like Barnett's no, way not. better. I think he's crap, but... Barnett's just... way better. Like 100%. Yeah. yeah, it could be interesting. I might... I might wait one more week and then if he does well again, I might have to, might get him. Get him for that round 17 matchup Possibly. and hopefully he keeps that spot for the run home. If not, Possibly, but then I'm losing money, money on him a little bit, I guess. Like he probably go oh. up in price again. Yeah, he will. He will go up price in, like this week and you're hoping he scores something that's decent and he's only around the 600K next week and or just about 620k max and you can jump on and hopefully you can get up to the 700s if you get on him. That'd be yeah, the ideal situation. Yeah, well, I've got a few targets in mind, you know, like, um, you know, as I was talking about before, like IPAP and Yo and probably Cameron Murray and all these people that, you know, are, are gun players. The concern is though, I can't probably go straight to them. Well, I could, but then if I go someone like a Barnett, then that delays me getting those good players, you know, so yeah. I've just got to try and work out whether you know it's it's all right if if i was anyone else like if i'm giving advice here mitch barnett i think is a good buy this week i think if you're overall or head-to-head if you uh have yeah if you can go straight to him like nat butch as he said is a really good option there so i would definitely jump on just keep in mind who you want at the end of the season if you have if you have all your keepers and all you want like if you have ipap and yo already well that's great go barnett or something yeah, just use have to keep in mind for the run home now what who you want in your uh, side because as soon as you bring a bloke in uh, that you don't see there, then it's always going to be hard to get him out. Yeah, but I mean, he could um, score 50 for the rest of the year, Barnett, so it's probably not a bad option. If he does, then that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. He's got, the, he's got that jaw as well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Happy I days. Uh, Paul Turner, mate, real quickly. Yay or nay is a cash out option this week. He's at 314K. Break even of six. I don't know. I was on a yay a few weeks ago, but I'm going to say nay now. When's Jaden Campbell? Jaden Campbell's probably still like four weeks away, isn't he, or something? I think so. I mean, it's not the worst option. It's not the worst cash out option, but uh, there's probably some better options. I haven't actually looked at the cash out options this week. It's going to be quite interesting. I'm going to say nay. Yeah. I don't think he's a get on. Um, looking at the other game on Friday, unless you have anyone else to just talk about, mate. No, I don't know why we spent so much time on Knights Titans. To be no. honest, <laughs> um, we better get through this one quickly. Then Panthers v Roosters, seven fifty-five Friday night at the Penrith hometown. Uh, like every other week, no changes for Penrith. Moving on, Roosters. Um, Victor Radley's back, so that's. Not the greatest news because he's starting at lock and our bloke, Nat Butcher, who's done such a wonderful job over the past month, other than last week, has dropped back to the bench. Mm. But let's start on Nat Butcher, mate. 601K. He dropped, I think, 20-something K last week. Yeah. With his score of 12 after that unfortunate, I think it was a head knock, wasn't it? 
pretty bad head knock. He had to yeah, apparently, yeah, off. head knock, head knock, yeah. Yeah, so break in at 59, sell, mate. Yeah, he's the sell of the week for me when we get to that later, I think. Very good. Yeah, we may as well just say it now. I think it's... Uh, yeah, he's sell of the week. Yeah. He's definitely... Um, options. Who would you trade out for? Would you... Like, if you can upgrade, who who's your top two in the middle or edge? Geez, put me on the spot here. I have. <laughs> upgrade, you say? Upgrades. Okay. Well, I think either IPAP or Ryan Madison are good options. I to agree. Upgrade if you can get to them. If you can't get to them, oh, God. Indeed. I mean, Murray and uh, Cameron Murray and Isaiah Yo, Origin players, I'd try and wait and get them after the last Origin game. So that'd be a no to them. Um, so you, you're looking at someone then like Hamole or Kowatu or even Josh Curran's interesting at 646. We haven't really, we will talk about him later, I guess. Um, he's coming back from injury. He did play last game, didn't he? Yeah, 51. So, yeah. He's another interesting option. Definitely. So there are probably four people there. Um, IPAP, Madison, Olaquatu, or Curran, if you're going to try and upgrade. I, I agree. If you're going to downgrade, I think yeah. that's one clear person. Well, Bar- Barnett, if, but he's probably similar. And then you're probably going to say Raymond for Talamarina. <laughs> I am, mate. Raymond. Talk to that's me about the... Raymond. Talk to me. I just think he's a good boy, mate. I'll discuss him a little bit later on, but at his price, he's been named to start. I know he's been named to start uh, previously, and they've done the old switcheroo with Corey Waddell. Um, but his minutes are increasing, and I think he's probably a decent option. And if people make that trade, they've got a lot of money then to upgrade other um, troubles, I suppose, that they have in their team. But yeah, anyone that we suggested there, I think they're probably the best upgrades and also downgrades you can consider for Nat Butcher, but he's definitely 100% lock it in, ACL, goodbye. Thank you for your contribution. Imagine if he got a bit more than 12, that would have been nice. We could have it would have. Well, day. he was on 17, wasn't he? And it's just like, oh, okay, he's only just like made his break even, but it got pushed back to 12. Brilliant. Anyway, moving on. James Tedesco, um, you're going to say probably not a pickup at the moment, but that break even is 73, but hold if you have him. Yeah, hold if you have him. You have him, don't you, still? Yeah, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to sell him. I've had him the whole year. I just keep keep him. Isaac Tago. Tango Tango. <laughs> one of your one of your favorites. Not really. Nice 24 last week. He's been giving me the shits. That's fair. Oh, I just know when I sell him, he's going to score like 60. I just know it. I know it's going to happen, so I'm just going to have to suck it up. <laughs> I'm thinking if I'm going to do something this week with trades, it might be a Tago and Butcher trade out spiciness and keep Tail and May. I think that's probably a better decision. If, if, you, if you've got Taylor May and Tago, I'd be selling Tago because May's got a break in a 37. Um, yeah. He's got the dual center wing, a fullback, and there's that many edges on. Um, I'm assuming a lot of people have edges in their team at the moment, so you don't have to worry about that extra cover. And mate, Eight. I'm just yeah, and I'm loving I'm loving Karazi for the Bulldogs. Karaz, he might get center wing fullback as well. He's probably better than these two. Oh, 
They don't name him at the centers, though. That's the problem. They name oh, him. Oh, are, the are they still yeah, naming him? Are they still naming him? Yeah, and then they just make oh the, the switch God. during the game. They don't even say before, so we can't even get the duel. Wow. Might have to write an email. See if I can uh, get it changed for us. Yeah, because the problem is if I sell Tago, then I'm down. I'm down in the. Oh, I've still got Penasini. Yeah, no, I'll be fine with centers for a while. And I got Billy Smith. He's a lock center now for the rest of the year, Billy. Oh, you're kidding. Um, but yes, Tago, I think that there's uh, arguments for both sides. If you're wanting to sell, sell. If not, you can hold. But I think if you've got May and Tago, he's more of an urgent sell. And I don't see Tago as a final team player at the moment with the way he's been going. So I've got to get rid of him while he's high here, 510K. Yeah, I'm, I I don't have him, but if I had him, I wouldn't see him as part of my final picture. I can see Taylor May potentially um, holding a spot in my team or even in the emergencies, um, but Isaac Tago, no. So I say hold May, um, but if you're wanting to sell Tago or if you wanted to keep him either way, happy days. Yeah. Quickly, Brian Toto, mate. Yeah. He's an interesting one. He's finding that form... Um, after injury like he had last year because he was one of the top uh, winger fullbacks for a period there last year. He's at 587K, break even 23. 23 break even, you said? Yes, I believe so. Oh, I can't find him on my up because I'm yeah, good. I'm on mid forwards or whatever. There he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I again, I just uh, wait this week. Wait till after Origin? Yeah, so don't don't get him this week. He's not playing around 17. And let me have a look when they're playing around 18. They're playing on Sunday, 2 o'clock. Yeah, of course they are. They're protected. I bet you, when are the Cowboys playing? The first game. Blow up? Why don't you? A little bit. Yeah, I will. Anyway. Um, yeah, he's probably a good, uh, good option after round 17 there. And... The final, like their run home, they've got Tigers, Sharks, Eels, Raiders, Storm, but then they move into the Rabbitohs who haven't been playing the greatest, but they'll be trying to push come that time of the season. Then the Warriors and Cowboys, and they scored a few tries against the Cowboys last time. So, yeah, it's not the worst run. It would be nice if there was a few uh, more bottom eight teams, but I can see him scoring. A few points. Um, Nathan Cleary, putting captaincy on him? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I will. You're not going to go Mr. Hines in no, the No, number game? one rule of fantasy is putting the C on Nathan Cleary, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah, we, we all jumped off him one week, and what did he score? I think he scored like 70 or 60-odd, and uh, Nico Hines only got 50-odd, so brilliant. Anyone Especially else? after that origin performance as well. He scored two tries. That's his first yeah. try he scored in origin. He scored two. I think he's back. He's fully back from that shoulder. I don't want to discuss origin, mate. Um, I'm still still quite upset about that. But anyway, are we happy to move on? Yeah. Billy Smith, cash cow, question mark. Definitely moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Mate, Saturday. he's 318K, break even at six, like Paul Turner. I'm not bringing him back in. Yeah. Did you have him? Yeah, I started with him. Oh, I mean, he started like with him. Six points or whatever he got the first round. Brilliant. 
Yeah, five. Oh, <laughs> love it. Five missed tackles. <laughs> Only contribution of the game, missed tackles. He hasn't scored a try at his due. Come on, Bill. Put the captaincy on him. All right, Saturday, Bulldogs versus Sharks, the first game in the afternoon, 3 p.m., uh, looking at the Bulldogs, as we mentioned earlier, Raymond Fitella Mariner, he's been named to start on the edge. Corey Waddell is on the bench. Tavita Pangai Jr. starts at lock. Jacob Karaz is named on the wing, but hopefully he moves to the centres for the game, as he's done the past couple of weeks. And please make the call an hour before and put him in officially in the centres so we can try and push that duel. <laughs> we need it. Um Looking at the Sharks, no changes, but it's worth noting that Cam McInnes uh, has been named at lock and Finucane's on the bench, but expect those two to share minutes once again. All right, we'll briefly mention this bloke as we do every week because Nick loves him, Matt Burton, origin try scorer. I'll give him credit. That was a decent pickup for his try the other night and he played okay. Um, Obviously, I prefer him when he's at the Bulldogs. Eight to eight K as a half slash center break even now in the 55 after his 49 last week or last round. Um, but we're just going to move on and say he's a gun. Uh, <laughs> well, I know I've been so hesitant to say, he's a, well, I definitely think now I definitely think you'll, you'll want him in your centers at the end of the year. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm going to admit it. I'm going to admit I was wrong. Yes. I'm wrong. You need him in your your team in the centers. But I'm not going to buy him this week because he's got to break him in a 55. Hopefully he has another poor game, please. Plus he's playing Origin. Um, So, you know, I don't want to buy him, you know, in case he gets injured, you know, for Origin. And then um, I'll, I'll reassess that. For round uh, 18, he is playing in the last game there so of the round. So he'll probably back up after that in round 18. So possibly purchase him then or maybe in round 19. Hopefully he goes down in price, please, so I can get him. <laughs> Otherwise, he's out of reach for me, I think. I just want him to keep scoring well. I don't care about his price. Just keep going, Matt. He's, def- he's definitely keeper now. Like He's got so much confidence with that kick is ridiculous. Yeah. I reckon there should be a new system uh, in the points next year that a turnover from um, like a kicking false false, um, kick error. So when he puts up those big bombs and the um, fullback or whoever drops it, I think he should get, um, I don't know, like two points for that. And it'd be nice because he does it week in and week out and he's not the only uh, half that does it, but he definitely has probably the one of the best... um, I suppose you could say um, kicking games in the comp at the moment. It was scary the other night watching him kick to the Queenslanders. Poor old Kalen Ponga. He did really well with them and Murray Talangi. Talangi and Cobo could not handle it. No, they were stressing big time. Anyway, Max King, 618K, break even with 28, mate. Past three scores of 56, 60, and 51. Oh, he's is a keeper. this bloke going to be a keeper? Yeah, he is. <laughs> really? No one might as well be. He might as well. Tell me who else is averaging that round of 55s. Well, at that not price. In the mids. 
He's doing really well. You might he you, just, you might be able to upgrade him right at the end. Yeah. It'd be like one of your last trade-outs. Yeah. I wouldn't say no to that. I think that's probably a good move moving into the finals. But it, it, if, as long as he's got this starting spot, I think he probably is someone you just hold, I suppose. And just hopefully he just keeps getting the decent minutes with the 50s and 60s. Yeah, he seems to be getting a lot of minutes, which is good. And TPJ is now starting, so you, you, it seems like he's going to maintain those minutes. Mm, and they've got Waddell and Stimson, I believe. Who are edges. bench, yeah. So, interesting. It is weird. Mm. Speaking of the edges forum, Raymond Fitalamarana, we mentioned him earlier. Do you want to say anything um, more on him? No, I'm really considering buying him this week. Uh, he seems to be someone who, you know, is probably averaging in the high 30s moving forward, possibly into the 40s would be great. And at this yeah. price, you probably should get him. Yeah, well, he's been playing. He's had 52 minutes, 61 minutes, and 58 in his past three with scores of 33, 42, 37. As I said, I think his minutes are on the rise. Obviously, there's a little bit between them at the moment, but I think he can potentially play the mid-60 minutes, and if he does, he should score 40s, looking at his PPM. Uh, he's got that break in a 17, I think. This week, a popular trade, and it's a trade that I'm considering and probably will make um, come the lockout on Thursday. You're going to pull the trigger. It'll be Nat Butcher to Raymond just to get that bit of money. And then I may upgrade elsewhere with that money. I might just hold it this week. So, yes. There is some spiciness in that. 100%. Um, Jacob Karaz. Yeah. I know we mentioned him. Happy days, how he's been going. Would you consider starting him in your side this week? Well, I had to. I did last week. Um, it's going to be interesting. I don't have a lot of wing fullbacks at the moment because, you know, yeah. I'm waiting on Latrell and probably, you know, either Pappenhausen or, um, you know, Toto or Garrick or someone else to fill, or Tedesco, sorry, as well. Um, yeah, it's between him and Savage for my last spot, I think it has been. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd probably go Savage because they've got the Dragons. Yeah, I'd probably lean lean towards Savage. Uh, Bulldogs v Sharks, yeah, it might be a bit of a tougher game for them. Mm, although Chans is named on the bench, so it would be interesting to see how he comes into the That's game. That's so weird. What the hell's going on there? Just a classic Ricky Stewart, mate. Um, I'm probably not going to play Karaz this week, but I may have to. And if I do, I'm not going to be concerned. I think he can still score a 30 or a 40 against the Sharks. Um, Cam McInnes, are you still saying he's a pickup for round 17 or are you saying people no. avoid because he only got 40 from 50 minutes? I think avoid. I was like, I was going to pick him up last week for Payne Haas and then I held off that yeah, trade. A lot of people made that trade too. And I think it's the right call because in the, in the end, you probably want Payne Haas in your team now more than Cameron McInnes, even though Payne Haas is injured. Um, he's just sharing those minutes with Dale, probably. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned because I did bring him into my team. And like he can still get his break even at 53. He can still score that. Um, but I probably will be moving him on after round 17. I just needed an extra player. And at the time and that I got him in, he was probably the best option at that stage. But I was always wary 
about Dale coming back into the team, and now he is. It's just absolutely fantastic. Uh, Nico Hines, you're not going to captain him, but if obviously if you don't have Cleary each week, then obviously what are you doing first up? But you need to get probably probably captain Nico Hines. Well, I I am versing the one Cam Butel. Aha. Who does not have Nathan. Oh, no. So I could do the old just Captain Nico Hines, but I did see him, uh, Cam Butel, captained Matt Burton last, last game. So, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to stick it on Cleary and hopefully he goes large for me. Yeah. But uh, I guess Butel will be putting the C on Nico. I would highly, I would highly recommend that. I would highly recommend that for his sake, yes. Yes. Otherwise, uh, anyone else? I might get a win finally. <laughs> Anyone else that you want to briefly mention? Uh, not overly much, mate. I have Josh Jackson and, you know, he hasn't been scoring highly, but I mean, he's consistent. So I guess that's okay. Yeah. He's probably just a hold at the moment. He'll be someone I probably will like, like to move on at some point though. Yeah. If I can, but I got to talk who Harris, it seems worse than him at the moment. So anyway, yeah. All right, well, before we move into um, our next games or the, the rest of the games on Saturday, we'll just like to thank uh, once again our sponsors for their support uh, week in and week out. Firstly, Wolf Consulting and Risk. They are a business, uh, a Brisbane-based consulting firm uh, who service clients Australia-wide specialising in areas of risk management, litigation support, and also restructuring. Secondly, Haas and Photography. Uh, they are a must at any party or event that you're planning. They have professional photography, videography, and alongside that, they have some of the best DJs in Southeast Queensland, uh, which I know Nick loves and appreciates it. I do, mate. I do. Um, I'll spread out some of those videos on socials, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> for any of uh, the bookings with Haas and Photography, please, uh, for more information, just pop on over to their uh, website, haasandphotography.com, or look them up on social media platforms. Once again, a big shout out to our great sponsors. We love your ongoing support, and they are Wolf Consulting and Risk and Haas and Photography. So thank you very much. Looking at the Cowboys v Broncos next, mate, this is going to be an Outstanding game of football. Could be a bit wet that. as well. Yeah, actually. Oh, well, it's up there. So is it raining up there or not? Well, it's starting to rain up there apparently from tomorrow. So hopefully oh, not. Because I know it. we're getting a, a bit of rain down here in the southeast in the Brisbane area. So mm. come the weekend. Interesting. Mate, that Cowboys should be heavy favourites here, mate. Well, looking at sports bet, mate, $1.50 to $2.60. Wow, I'd jump on the cows there. That's, that's value. $1.50. Yeah. Mate, Bronx are all over the place, I reckon. Well, they, they will be, I reckon, as well. Especially if Payne Haas doesn't play. Yikes. Maybe we got, you know, no Herbie. You know, Adam Reynolds is coming back. Payne Haas, maybe not. Catewell's banged up. Carrigan's coming off, you know, big games in origin. No Corey Pakes. Come on, mate. If you can't beat us here, what are you True, doing? True, you've got Jake Turpin on the bench. Oh, that's not good. Um... <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, let's just quickly mention the uh, changes to the teams. Ruben Cotter, obviously he was a late withdrawal and hopefully if you had him that you could make the change before uh, the lockout that previous week. But yep, he's out still with his hamstring injury. 
Uh, Tom Gilbert's back after missing last round due to his eye injury. And the big mid-season uh, move, big Luciano Leilua, has been named on the bench and will make his club debut in the 4X bloody derby. How good. I'd love to see it. Anyway, looking at the Bronx, Adam Reynolds, he's back after missing last round. Payne Haas has been named to start despite suffering his ankle injury that he picked up during State of Origin on Sunday. Uh, other Origin forwards, Kurt Catewell and Pat Carrigan, have been named to start, which is good news. Who do you want to start with, mate? Do you want to start with the Bronx or the Cowboys? I don't know. Let's go Cows. Probably have more to talk about. Yeah, well, the big one's Reuben Cotter. Hold, sell. What are we doing? If you don't care about overall, mm-hmm. I would hold him. Yeah. Because you already knew he was going to be out around 17 and possibly probably around 18 anyway. Correct. So the only game you're missing out on, obviously, was last round, which is unfortunate, and this round. So it's technically like a two-week out thing. Yeah. So if he was out for two weeks, you probably wouldn't have sold him. How bad was his hamstring? It's pretty there, bad. It? Like, well, it's not. It's it was like a four week thing, I think. Yeah, because they they have the tendency hammies to uh, yeah. go again. Yeah, but I mean, but at knowing, least he's knowing not... Ruben though, he'll be he'll be pushing to make himself like fully fit with the injuries that he's had. Yeah, and at least he's um not a back, so mm. he doesn't have like the high intensity sprinting all the time. You know, he's, he's probably more going at 70, 80%, you know, just trucking the ball up. I don't know. He, he goes for it. He does go for it, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, Pappenhausen yeah, has I more understand. of a chance to pull the hamstring again than yeah. Ruben. Yeah. So that would, I would probably lean. Look, mate, he's a keeper. He's a, he's a gun, really. The only concern is, the only concern is, yeah, it is the hamstring, I guess, after round 18. So do you think by just, round 19 he will be fully fit or not? If you don't think he's going to be fully fit by round 19, then you could probably sell him. Yeah, and you just want him to try and keep that same role because if he comes back and he's not the same and his minutes decrease, obviously it's panic station uh, because if he doesn't play the high 60-minute uh, mark, 70 minutes, that's why he's been getting his points pretty much because he's been given the opportunity to get out there and do everything. That he does, so it is a little bit of a worry. I'm an owner. I'm on the fence because I'm so like I'm I'm up there with my overall rank. But in saying that, I didn't play him last week or the last round, and I still went, you know, better in my ranks. Yeah, it's because you had a Havili. Yeah, it's a gun joke. Yeah, well, I'd actually be probably leaning if I was leaning more towards the sell, just because I think. Cowboys going so well, Peyton would want him fit and firing for for the back end of the season. So he probably will limit his minutes, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I, I really want, if I do hold this week, I want to see Ruben Cotter somehow make a miracle return and play in Origin 3 because that'll obviously be the, It's uh, not happening. It's not. <laughs> have faith, mate. We need him. All right, well, we do need him. Yeah, we do need him. Especially in the middle. Those Nathan Cleary tries. What's doing? Ben Hunt. Take the person with the ball. Everyone. Kalen Ponga literally looks like he gets shot every time he's trying to make a tackle. Yeah. He just slips over like for fun, looks like. Oh, they were greasy conditions, as the commentators did you see say. The first, <laughs> did you see the first Nathan Cleary try? He literally just fell over. 
Yeah. He literally just fell over. Like I still just, don't know how the second one was given. I thought he ran behind, caught the ball behind Angus Crichton. I was blowing up. I don't think that was a try, but obviously the bunker. No, it wasn't that. more. Wasn't that. Um... Oh, was no, that Crichton Nathan? scored when he caught, he caught behind Jake Trevojevic. Oh, yeah, right. It was the other. Yeah, right. Wasn't yeah. it that one? Or are you talking about. Yeah, no, no. I think I think you're right. Got him mixed up. All I know is that Angus Crichton was involved and someone, he caught the ball behind. No, someone. Angus Crichton scored. Yeah. yeah, he scored the last try. That was that was the, yeah. the try I was talking about. Very annoying. Anyway, I I'm on the fence, like we said with Cotter. Head to head, if you're just playing for that hold, if you're right about overall, probably sell. Uh, Tom Alolo, mate, you brought him in. Are you happy with his 44? And are you happy that Cotter's out at the moment? Yes, yeah, so I'm happy. I confirmed this trade when Cotter was ruled out with about 15 minutes to go. And I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm now fully confident in this decision of bringing Tamalolo back into my team. And he fouled me again, 44. So the problem is, there's a curse, right? And whenever I have Jason Tamalolo, he scores terrible. So <laughs> can I break the curse, please? Like, can I get him to score over 50 just once for, with, with him and my team? Please. Like, is it ever going to happen? Like it's Probably just <laughs> but, uh, uh, he, he normally scores well against Broncos. He only got a thirty-six though. Yeah, exactly. That's what that was exactly my thinking in round three this year because I was going to sell him. I'm like, yeah. nah, he scores well against Bronx. Mm. Scored thirty-six or whatever he said. Well, they'll need him this week because obviously the all the forwards be up for the game. Yeah, I don't know. No like, I would personally, I'd personally yeah. not get him. I wouldn't be buying him though. No. I only got him because he was cheap and I thought he could make some money and then I'd get out, get him out of my team. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair enough. And I was hoping he'd get me a couple 60s, please. Like he's got 69 and 66. So, mm. you know, he's got money-making potential there. He's just going to punch out a good score for me here this week or next week, please. Punch out a decent 60 and I'll be happy. But I wouldn't be confident. I'm not confident in it. Uh, Payne Haas. Now I sold him. He's at six ninety k break even of sixty eight. He's got he got a forty nine, which wasn't too bad last week, but he's still got the the sore shoulders. And I haven't. I don't, I'm not sure if you've seen anything from NRL Physio. I haven't really had a look about his highest high sprain of the ankle, isn't it? Low grade ankle sprain. Low grade, is it? Okay, so it's not as bad as what some no. were anticipating. The moon low grade ankle like, sprain, just to keep him safe, I suppose. Low-grade ankle sprain probably will play is what I have read. Reduced minutes, though? doesn't really say. Um, suffered a low-grade ankle sprain. It doesn't really... Yeah, so I guess a low-grade... Well, it's a low-grade high ankle. Okay. So it's not low in the foot. It's high in the foot. So, I mean... Yeah. A bit odd. I don't know. He could probably just strap it up and play. Um, I'm hoping his I'm hoping his shoulders are okay. He hasn't reported any in any you know discomfort from those shoulders, so he'll be over his shoulder injury. I hope. You know, I'm not sure yet. Well, I don't not not this week. But if he gets through, or even if he doesn't play this week, I'm still going to hold him. And then if he does have, I'd actually just rest him, please. Just rest him, and then I want him fully fit when he's playing because then he will just punch it out. He'll be over his shoulder injuries. <laughs> 
because he's not playing next week anyway. True. So, So, yeah, I'm keeping him. I reckon if you held him through last week, then you probably should just continue to hold. Yeah. Um, and you need probably over 10 trades. That's the only reason why I made the, the trade because I had 12 before I uh, decided to move him on. And I thought there's probably enough um, trades to maybe put one aside to bring him back in. And I think he'll probably get down to the 650s, maybe 640s when I do that. So I didn't want to lose any money. I just wanted... Someone that can score okay. And the bloke that I bought in was Pat Carrigan, just because I thought his role might increase. I know we said don't buy him over the origin period, but there wasn't anyone else that I really wanted for my run home. And I wanted someone that's a bit a little bit of a pod. Um, are you saying to people, Nick, Pat Carrigan, he's at 717, break even 47. Would you say just to avoid this week, don't buy him and just wait till after origin still? Uh, yeah, probably. Like he's not playing round seventeen, so yeah. So he's not playing round seventeen, and he's got origins. So you could bring him in, and then if he something happens to him, you know, you've you've brought, you've wasted a trade. Yeah, I think it's, it's only one game. He's not going to go up that much, so you can just afford to wait. Hopefully, see if he gets through origins. See if he scores well again. He, he probably will score well again this week. And then, yeah, he's definitely someone you can pick up after the last Origin game. Yeah. And he's not going to be that dear. He's not going to be that dear. So, no, I agree. I just brought him in as a risk and I'm hoping it pays off. But safe move is just to not buy him at the moment. Um, quickly, well, we'll just mention Ezra Mam. Um, obviously, I don't think he's uh, someone that you should be buying anymore. He's still got that low break even. Um, and if you have him, you're just wanting him just to keep pushing on. And with Reynolds back in the side, we saw that he scored decently. Um, I know he scored a try in that game against the Raiders um, when he played alongside Adam. But hopefully he can keep going. Tyson Gamble is named in the extended. But I think Ezra's probably got that job just in front of him at the moment because he offers, just. I think, a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah, just, I think. Yeah. Anyone else you want to discuss? Happy to move on? Uh, yeah, I think I'm happy to move on. All right. The final game on Saturday, Rabbitohs versus Eels. The trail's back. Um, named at fullback, Cody Nicarim is back to the bench and Blake Taff has been um, named amongst the interchange. Looking at the Eels, IPAP starts on the edge. Madison starts at lock. That's pretty much the, the main changes there. Uh, we'll go straight into the bloke who's coming back from injury. Apparently, he's lost some weight and he looks really good. And obviously, he had the COVID um, period there where he couldn't play, uh, but he is confirmed for the Bunnies to start Latrell Mitchell 591K. Very high break, even though, which is the concern. Yeah, it gives us a good chance to have a look at him this week. So, do not buy him. <laughs> yeah, don't buy him this week. Who but you have to wait and see how he goes because he could even make the bloody origin side yet. Nah, he won't. They, they can't be serious. Mate. <laughs> if they pick him in origin, that's a joke. They've got a headache with the centres. I reckon they could probably get rid of Stephen Crichton for one. It'll either be Jack, Jack Whiten in. or... 
Oh, and see, the, the problem is Jack Warren's going to have to play the other side. The yeah. one he played in game He'll one. have to play. Because he can't move well, Burton from the left. That's where he kicks from. That's true. Yeah. So you have to move Whiten over there. And the troll was playing left centre last year, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure for the Blues. I think he I was think with... correct. Yeah, I think you are correct there. Yes. So yeah. they both have to move sides. Down. So I just move Whiten, to be honest. Probably, yeah. That's a decent shout, but just hold this week. Well, yeah, don't 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 go near him. Don't buy him. Um, I know a few people held Lachlan Ilias. Unfortunate for you if you did with the <laughs> negative three and he got taken off the field. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Um you should definitely sell. I don't care about the buy rounds or anything. I would be selling. He's going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, unless you don't, unless you're not concerned about the money, keep him, but you nice. have to it's, sell this boy. He's definite sell. Sure. He's, yeah. If you're fair, dink him. Yes. And I'll just quickly mention my blokes, Leva Havili. Keep going for me, son. Break even at 18. He has made I don't me know. A lot I don't know money. how you pulled this rabbit out of your hat. I don't know either, but I can tell you what, I love it. The bloke's over 500. I thought maybe he might just get over 400. He's over 500 now. Keep going to get the 600. Don't worry, Billy Smith will do that for me very soon. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Isaiah Papaliti. And I suppose we could talk about Ryan Madison here as well because yes. they're in a similar, similar situation. Yeah, They both have high break-evens, similar price now as well. Paps is dropping ridiculously. Mm. They are both pickups. You probably have to agree with me there. Probably, When's yeah. the perfect time? I would ideally like to wait another week, but I might be really tempted into picking someone up <laughs> this week. I could as well. If I, if I sell Cotter... <laughs> then one of these two are probably the ones to get on, really. But who would you prefer to go? I perhaps back on the edge, but he's yeah. only playing like that 60 minute at this stage. Oh, I, to be honest, I would love to just to see what his role is, whether he's going to play on the edge, then move into the middle, or if he's just going to go stay at the edge, only play that limited time, then they'll bring near Corey on. And then Madison will probably only play 60 anyway in the middle. I'm a bit concerned with Madison because they've got this that Rodwell. Why have they got this Rodwell on the bench? He's not a foot, he's not a middle. Who? Rodwell. Kai Rodwell on the bench for Eels. Have you oh, yeah, I that? did see some some bloke name, but I wasn't really. So they got they got Makatoa. Attention to him. Yeah. Makatoa who plays, I don't know. Near Corey. Kafusi. Uh, Nick Kore who plays Edge. Kafusi's yeah. in the middle. And then there's Rodwell's another middle. So brilliant. I don't know. Like they, that concerns me for Madison. And they don't even they, have Nathan Brown. Wow. Yeah, it's odd. Um, anyway, it's tough. I like IPAP. Yeah. Um, but he's a highly owned compared to Madison. Yeah. So pod potential. And they, they both have. The duel. So both have a duel. Madison's offloading like crazy, which is giving me him four points every time he goes to hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the problem is now that they're sort of playing different positions than they have been the last few weeks. Like Madison's starting and IPAP's back to the edge. So it's like you don't, you're taking a bit of a punt here on not really. On sure. either one. And they've both got the high break even. So they're probably going to drop. But they both have the, the ceiling to get to those break evens. That's the. 
the other concern, it's definitely a headache, I reckon. But if you have to choose one, you go on IPAPs. Yeah, probably. I'd like him, I like him in my team at the end of the year. Oh, I could both. I could just be I could just be really weird and just skip skip both of them and just go Cameron Murray. <laughs> I want all three. <laughs> Please. To be honest, to be honest, I think I might just go Cam Murray, to be honest. Fair enough. This Even week this and then week? wait for IPAP the week after. Yeah, we. That's spice right there, dog. If I've got the money for it, I'm gonna do that. Well, I wasn't expecting that, but yep. Okay, nice. Um, obviously, we're holding Will Penicini till after round 17 and maybe... He's basically a gun well. centre. As I said to Mitty Burrows a few weeks ago when he versed me, I said, Will Penicini is a gun centre, but then I didn't listen to my own information and I put him on my emergencies last week. So, oh, anyway. Not trusting the sources. I'm not trusting myself. <laughs> Dylan Brown's interesting. I know you see you put him on here and Mitchell Moses, you can chuck in the same category. Yeah, we have mentioned both of them before on which one you'd prefer if you're going to pick up did one you, for round 17. Did you find out the uh, New Zealand game, Dylan Brown, did you yep. watch much of it? Did he get involved much? How many fantasy points did he score? Because he had an injury concern. Right. Uh, he scored quite well on fantasy. He played the whole 80 according to here. Oh. Um, he got 59 from 80 so that's not, not not bad at all no tries no tries um he had two try assists though yeah I mean sorry that's... if you can hear that background noise there <laughs> my apologies Kobe no no next oh, door next door is it <laughs> I have to yell out the window no I, I think <laughs> I think I think oh you do <laughs> You don't have to get one of these halves, but it'd be nice. Because I, I really think like um, Daly would be a better option and then even maybe even Hughes now if Munster's going to take more of a back seat. Yeah. What are you thinking with Brown or Moses? I probably wouldn't pick up either of them. I know they both play next week, but I'm more interested in their forwards to have in my team. I don't see them being keepers for the run home. Yeah, Moses and Brown just share too much. Yeah. Their points. Yeah, I agree. All right. Do you want to move on to Sunday? Yeah, let's go to Sunday games. First game, Warriors and Tigers. The Warriors, you and Aitken. Everyone loves this news. I know I loved it when I saw it at three o'clock. He returns from concussion protocols. However, this is where it gets interesting. He's been named at center. Great. <laughs> Ronald Volkman retains um, his starting role at six. Ronald. Um, Yes, Ronald. Um, Josh Curran starts at lock um, and Tohu Harris is on the edge. Looking at the Tigers, um, Fa'a Manu Brown starts at hooker. Safana Uto Ikamanu is back and he's been named on the bench and really the only changes for the West Tigers. Isn't Adam Dewey on the bench as well? Did yeah, he? yeah. Was he, he was there last game? Yeah. But I'm not looking at him now just because of his price. And Can someone please even. tell me who this hooker is for the Tigers? He played two or three weeks ago and they scored a try, I believe. Who did he used to play for? I think it might have been Bulldogs or someone. He's only played a couple of games for them, but he played for the Tigers and he scored quite well. 
So I'm not sure what's happening. Let me just have a look at their extended bench to see if Little, I don't know if he's picked up an injury or I think Simkin still has a little bit of a problem. Well, Little, Little's been known. Little's on the extended. Yeah. yeah. Like in the extended. Wow. So just Brown's got the uh, go ahead Has he? in front of him. <laughs> he hasn't played more than 29 minutes yet in his three games this year. No, but he scored two tries against the Dogs. Yeah, he got 54. Yeah. What? Wow. That'd be nice. Um, is he a cash out option? He's half hooker. Did I read that correct? Yeah, half hooker. Yeah, that's interesting. I might, need to, look in, security. might need to look into that and see what's going on with Simkin and Little. Yeah. It's just the job security though. If like if if they're if they're injured, great pick him up, but if they're not, and he's only there at the moment just because the coach is trying something new, obviously because they've been playing terribly, um, then I probably wouldn't be looking at him. But it's definitely an interesting option. Because well, they got price. a new coach, so maybe yeah, they like maybe Brett Kamali likes him more. Possibly. I and when I saw him play, he did look quite good. He was quite um electric from just you know standing still and just going into it. He was and quite. He, he might be. Of, a, he could be a red dot. Later on, looper possibly nice looper. Oh no! After looking, we'll have to look into that, won't we? Yeah, to check the tigers draw, see if they play later in the rounds. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, Tohu Harris, holding or keeping, mate? If we have him or buying, holding or keeping? I think that's the same yeah. thing. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm holding and keeping. I like that. What about selling? Yeah, I could sell him. I could sell him maybe next week, possibly. Yeah. See how we go for the iPad move. Could do for the iPad move there. Oh, my goodness. What an upgrade that is. Like it. Like it a lot. Um, The bloke that was in the Queensland camp last week, Reese Walsh, Mm. said two decent scores the past two weeks. He's got a low break even again. Dom Solon can thank me later. <laughs> Buy a beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he looks back to his uh, normal self here, Reesey boy. Um, wouldn't buy him, though, I don't think. Uh, there's probably other options. Brian Toto is just slightly more than him. I think he's more consistent. Yeah. And uh, then you also got Latrell you'd probably want more than yeah. Reese Walsh, you'd think. There's more so. consistent options. Yeah. I, I, I love don't watching think his footy, though. Him. You have a lot of trades, good. maybe. Go for him. There's yeah. a back, it could be a backup on the bench or in emergencies. Fair enough. So you're saying just put the eyeliner in the pocket and don't go near him? Probably at this stage of the season, yeah. I agree. Uh, now, this is interesting, this next bloke. You and Aiken. I am not happy. Not happy. <sighs> I told you, mate, he wasn't a keeper center. I just told you that. That's bullshit. He has been scoring so well. He's picked like let, let's just talk about how he performs at center, right? So he's been scoring okay in the edge, and that's why a lot of people have him in their team. Um, his PPM does drop when he's selected at center, as you expect it would. Last year, he averaged 33.8 at centre, I believe, and the year before, 44.3. So he scores okay, 
Mind you, though, that 44.3 was at the Dragons. Who are so a great team. scored 33, 34 pretty much on an average for the Warriors. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't love it. I do not like it at all. I might have to make three trades this week and he <sighs> might be another bloke going. This is shit. <laughs> That's an understatement. Mm. Not happy at all. Who would you, who would you uh, trade him to? Well, looking I for a Senno, looking for an edge. I this was a trade that I did earlier today because I've got that money from selling that butcher. I decided to go you and Aitken to Daily Cherry Evans and move Matt Burton back into my centres, mm. which I think is a good move. However, DCE's got Storm and I don't like that this week. So it's whether I help. It's like I hold. You and Aitken just for one more week. They are versing the Tigers. Correct. And they also have to write the narrative. They're playing in New Zealand. They're back. They're back. So I think they might. Well, I'm hoping they win and I hope he scores a try. If he does, great. I'm going to have to do a bit more research with him. I can see the arguments for keeping him and also selling him. So whatever, whatever you think you have to do for your team, if you don't think that he's going to score well and just keep in mind uh, what I said, what he averaged last year. Um, if you don't think he's going to get anywhere near that, then obviously he's not going to be a keeper center and you have to look at someone else for your team. Yeah. If you're wanting to get a center, I wouldn't uh, say no to Joey Manu, but he's a little bit expensive. The other bloke that I'd consider would be Zach Lomax. Really? Not even throwing Katoni Stags in there. I see. I see. I do not like Katoni. I do. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. One of the Sharks boys. Yeah. Sifa. Ronaldo Mortalo. No, Sif is in Origin now. That's silly. Yeah, he's in Origin. That's Ronaldo's joke. been scoring well. True. He's got that jewel. It's not the worst. Um, Ronald Volkman, he's still a good cash down option, I think. Yeah, I could consider picking him up as a cheeky little cash out. So I'm not it's sure. Two, though. three, five. That's yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's decent. He's got the spot, hasn't he? What's happened to Chanel? I think he's still named on the bench. Let me just quickly have a yeah. Look. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fourteen. And you'd assume he'd come on probably for Wade Egan. I'm not sure how they used him last time with their rotation. Volkman, yeah, he's. If you need a lot of money and you want someone who I'm probably going to say most likely will play the remainder of the year because they're looking for their future, because they can't make they can't make the finals. Well, they don't have Chanel next year, and no, Sean Johnson is playing not very well. Yeah, I think he's a probably safe option, and he's cheap. So the only danger is to... um, that Dejan Arcee. Oh yeah, true. And he's yeah, he's a good player too. Interesting. I don't I don't mind it though. And you know, he's cheap if you want him just to have someone that plays for the next couple of weeks, because I'm assuming he'll play definitely for the next couple. Um just get him in and then he can just be that red dot for a loop. I don't really want to discuss anyone from West Tigers, mate. Do you have anyone? <laughs> There's no one that I'm interested whatsoever. Stefano, come on, Stefano, get that starting spot back for me. If he starts, he's a pickup. Yeah, but he's 
He's lost 161k. Like that just tells everyone you right thought there. he was going to be a bloody a gun this year too. Remember that? Yeah, everyone was so high on him on the. Well, pre-season. I didn't want him at his starting price at five five seven, but now he's at three nine six, and looks like he's going to get to probably about three seventy three eighty. This mm. could be good, but yeah, interesting. That's all. Adam Dewey on the bench. I don't like that, but anyway. No. Anyone else? Nah. Stuff and grief. <laughs> Dragons and Raiders, another great game for Sunday. Sunday footy is a great day. Dragons, no changes. Raiders, Jack White's back from COVID. Uh, Chance Knuckle Clockstart is back. However, as we mentioned earlier, he's on the bench, which is great news for all Xavier Savage owners. Dragons, I've got nothing. Same as Tyrus, I don't want them. Obviously, if you have... Oh, mate, that's at fullback. What's his name again? Xavier. No, no, for the Dragons. Oh, Cody. Yeah, Cody Ramsey. If you have him, he's scoring okay. That's about it. I probably wouldn't be buying him. He's just going to keep making your money for a while. You're not uh, inter- I'm not interested in Dragons players, really. No. Nah. Am I? Nah. Even on my I mean, bird watching. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> bird watching season, mate. It's been going for about two weeks. It's lasting on about five weeks. Interesting. Only five weeks. No, that yeah. interesting. No, for the next five weeks. So it's about a six to seven week period of the, of the year. Okay. Very good. You have to elaborate on that uh, next week, I, I reckon. Uh, Adam Elliott, mate, we have him. A lot of people do. He is scoring like a keeper at the moment. 67, 67, 71, 660. And he's priced at, and he's got a break even of 17. Yeah, I'm loving it, eh? Do you, reckon, do you reckon he'll just be someone that we can just hold for the rest of the year? Pretty much. Well, he's going to get up to about 700K or 750K. So uh, if you need to at any point... Uh... Move him on, you can. But looking yeah. at their bench, he's have to, he's going to have to play a lot of minutes again. That's what I like. It's either going to be Tarpany, Papa, bloody Papali'i won't play too much, but it's either going to be Tarpany or Elliot, and probably both of them. They'll play big minutes because they got Starling, Sutton, Nickel Cookstart, and Hallsborough. Yeah. Wowie, I'm liking it. Please keep that bench, Ricky. That is great, mate. Love your work. Love your You've work. Done something good. <laughs> and the other bloke that I mentioned there, mate, Tarpany, uh, he's gone up pretty high now. He had to probably jump on him last week after he's 94, but he's still scoring well. And he played 80, I believe, at lock for New Zealand as well. So he's got that motor. I think Not going to consider him? I think, uh, I don't know. He's, he's, yeah, he's a bit dear now, isn't he? Like, yeah. Difficult to difficult to get him in. Um, you know, he's he's basically at Cameron Murray. He's dearer than Isaiah Yo. So mm. I wouldn't pay that for him. No, that seven nine eight. I reckon you can get him cheaper. Really had to jump on him last last week if you wanted. So yeah, I agree. Anyone else you want to discuss? Obviously, Savage is scoring well. If you have him, keep going. Hopefully, Chance doesn't take minutes off him. I don't think yeah, he will. That's the hope. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one else. Cool, I think no. Very good. We'll move into our uh, brief segments just to close it off, mate. We'll get through them quickly. 
So we'll start with this one. You're simply the best. Hold on, Blaine Freddy. Yes, that's it. It's the player of the week again. And Nick, I'm going to go first this time, mate. Um, you can you can have the next one. But my player of the week, it all depends on if Ryan Pappenhausen is playing. I'm going to go Jerome Hughes. Are you serious? I'm serious. There's some spices for you. I wanted to go a bit of a different option instead of the old Cleary's and Nico Hines. So Jerome Hughes, do something. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I am going to go. I really have no idea who I was going to go. Hey, I'm going to go a spice option. It's hard to think of one, eh? Because like you could easily say Nico Hines against the Bulldogs. I could. I'm just this person's name just coming into my mind for some reason. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with this person. Go for it, Clint Gutherson. <laughs> Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> King Gutho will light it up against the Rabbitohs. You see him walking around the sheds for New South Wales like he played? Yeah. <laughs> the King. Uh, He's going to set up all these tries. I just feel it. I feel it. Gutho. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, well, we, we've both gone different options this week. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, we'll, say, we'll say the safe option. We'll say... Riley will say Nico Hines. I reckon he would too. He would. It's it's a safe option. He's he got, goes with him about seventy percent of the time. That's true. Why wouldn't you though? All right, let's move into the next one, mate. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Yes, yes, yes. Buy of the week. Who is it? Nick, you go first. Oh God. Ah, uh, buy of the week. I'm going to say. No real standout options, but if I was going to buy someone, I think um, I think uh, Mitch Barnett will make you some money. Around 17 players, so I think he's a good option. He's a solid option. Not bad, not bad. All right, my buy of the week. Um, I'll give you a little narrative that I've been saying the whole time as well. His minutes are increasing. Let's hope that he starts. Obviously, it's been changed week in, week out. Raymond Fitella Mariner. Keep going, yeah. son. I think he's a good cash out, well, slightly cash down option. And I think he will be the buy of the week. Mm-hmm. Right. Ah! It's the time for the cheapie of the week. All right. I'm going to go someone that we didn't mention in the potty, mate. I just think he's a cheap option now. I don't know if he's going to make the most money. But I don't mind him, and that is the man called William Kennedy from the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. What do you think? What's his price? He's like two fifty, I think. <laughs> two sixty. Yeah, two five four. Mm. That is some spice. Thank you. Who's your cheapy mate? Yes. How does he have back-to-back negative scores? Because he's a gun. Oh. Tell me someone else that's done that this season. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't think anyone's done back-to-back negative scores. That's never happened before. Maybe sure. Lachlan Maranta back in the day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, Ron, Ronald Volkman. I like it. That was the other option. I do like that, mate. No, God! 
No, God, please, no, 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 no. Sell of the week. The sell of the week. We already mentioned it. Do we have to say it again? Yeah, Nat Butcher. Nat Butcher. See you later, mate. Thank you for your contribution. We love your work, but you're gone. All right. Well, I don't believe there's anything else we have to discuss in this week's potty, mate. We covered everything. Uh, I'll throw it over to you. You can send out a little message. Have a joke. Do what what pleases you. Go ahead. Spotlight. Yeah, well, don't really have much to say this week. I just want to wish everyone good luck in the... uh, fantasy and the run home to the uh, finals and uh let's hope that uh the refereeing is a bit better this weekend than it was in the uh, origin game shall we Callum? i think so mate <laughs> how about we just go complain to the refs <laughs> Let, <laughs> let's go have a win let's go have a meeting we want to have a meeting with the referees meeting please i want a meeting Mr. Klein, can i please talk to you Good. Oh, the ruck was slow. Oh, in game one. Oh, well. Oh, know. I held to the scrum. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. How many six against did Queensland get in game two? Zero. Good. New South Wales about eight. At least. Yes. All right. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, <laughs> on that bombshell. Goodbye. Goodbye.